Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Uh, we had to do a remote recording. Chris is uh, currently traveling and we ended up having some technical difficulties at the end, so the episode is going to get cut a little bit short. However, same great Buddy's Podcast, so here we go. Never even dunked in an NBA game. No, who? I think it's. I forgot which guy it was. I think it's the one that's um. Like Alex Caruso? No, that's three not, point. Not, it's gotta uh, be three um, point. Yeah. Crap, because it's not Anthony Simmons or uh, Open Top. The guy from Indiana is uh one. Like they were like he's never dunked. He's over two on dunking attempts in game. Yeah, it's uh. Um, How did he make the freaking? Dunk That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yeah, uh, it's a uh, Cassius Stanley is his name. Oh, okay. But Get you know what Duke. though? He might just be. He might just be the uh, ringer that actually just comes in and just cleans up on it. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody, we're back, back in live, back in action. Briss mode in the house. Not quite, but he's here. Right. We here. Up, what up, Miles? What's good, man? Shit. So, uh, getting back to what you were saying, looking at this kid, how did he not? How has he never hit a dunk in a game? Like my thing is, it's got to be like he just hasn't got much time. Yeah. Wait, how much? What are his stats actually? I, I'm curious to see how many minutes he plays. Let me pull this up. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking reference. at him right now. You know, as I look, his last few games, he hasn't even played. He averages one point one point a game, two point nine minutes. Makes sense why he hasn't dunked in a game. Yeah. Not enough time to get touches. Because, you know, I want to say Derrick Jones Jr. was somewhat like that the first year he made the dunk contest. Like, he didn't have, I don't think he had that many attempts necessarily up to that point. But, yeah. dude, is a freaking unit. Right. Like, just jumps out the gym. I remember this kid from college. Oh, snap. Chili Best is doing the NHL money line tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to rip one. They're saying they're trying to get uh, the Capitals to the moon. <laughs> well, because they're plus one twenty-two. I, mean, I mean, you've been on fire, especially dude, just like this last week. Yeah, dude, <laughs> hot you had hand this hand. week. I have been in our because we've got like a sports betting Discord, and I was like, man, who should I just throw money at now? Dude, you seem to just be on fire way too much. He's dude, just like, sharing all these winnings. You should have seen me though. The last two nights with the two that came in at the last second. Uh, yeah, it was one. That was like a it was like a multi uh attribute parlay, and I forgot who it was at the last second that I needed to hit. It was um oh, I'm gonna pull it up real quick because I know last night, dude, I was sitting there watching the end of Milwaukee game. Like, bruh, come on. Oh, it was Harrison Barnes. I needed Harrison Barnes right, to get literally right. three points. Yeah, he I made it two, and then I'm looking, and they fouled him at the end of the game. So I was like, oh, thank God, free throws. We good. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there next to my uh, niece who's like, you know, an infant or whatever. She's just sitting there laughing and stuff. <laughs> I, I was trying to not yell because she's trying to go to sleep. And I'm like, yes. She looking at yeah. me like, what's wrong with you? This is screaming Dude. yes into a pillow. <laughs> I was so red. Look, I literally did it last night, though. When uh when that uh Bucks comeback happened, because I was sitting there, I'm like, it was a three-point game, and the eyes were stupid. High. I'm like, Dumb high odds in a three-point game, and it's Milwaukee against Memphis. They shouldn't even be losing to Memphis at the moment. Well, yes, Memphis I'm fired looked it like up. They were going to run away with it for a minute. They did, game. but like when it got down to three points, and I'm mad because if I were 15 seconds, um, like sooner, 
I yeah. actually would have caught it for sky high odds and one even higher. Yeah. Because you like, hit the I, uh, the the crazy one that you hit the other day. It was like you took the Hawks at like plus three thousand mid game. Yes, yes, and they came back, and I was just and like, you know, I'm just throw five dollars at this. And right. It yeah, that hit. It was like you turned like five bucks into like one hundred fifty five dollars or something, right? Yes, I was like, can't beat that, man. That's that's a beautiful mid game. And you know what? That was that was actually clutch because I did kind of you know double down a little bit on those uh, three by twos that night. Yeah. So I was like, yep, all right. So uh, we're we're gonna talk about a little bit about the uh, the crazy UFC. This could be the best UFC event in the history of UFC. Events. I had that a couple like, times. Like, like two fifty was great. I think it was two fifty, right? Yeah, I think it was two fifty. But yeah, this and one that just one looks... was insane. You thought yeah. it would never get broken. This one has the potential to be there. Uh, there's like almost no news in the NFL this week. Uh, yeah. Do some NBA. Talk a little bit about you know, obviously All Star Weekend. All of mm-hmm. it being packed into one day. I like oh, it. Oh, you see your boy Johnny Jones made a uh, statement about um, Izzy? Uh, no, I didn't see that. What he said? So he basically was like, yeah, um, you know, Izzy going to get knocked out. Uh, and it's going it's to happen. He's going to lose by a knockout. I'm like, I don't oh, know. I John saw he posted something to... on Twitter. And yeah, then, I'm like, like I don't know if trying it. to post the bear, poke the bear or what. But I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think of Izzy going to get knocked out like that. He's not, I don't see him get honestly, man. Like Adesanya is one of the best strikers we've ever seen in the sport, oh, if not the best unreal. striker we've seen in the history. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like Jan. I. I mean, he's he's a good, especially in his last fight to win the title. Like it was, you know, dude's proven he's legit. But I don't see him beating Izzy at all. Yeah. Like I Izzy's, don't at all. Izzy's too confident right now. He's yep. too locked in. Like, even in the fights where it looked like, oh, shit, like, Izzy could go down. Like, Usman is the only other example that I've seen as far as, like, a champion who is so dominant that, you know, you just don't see them losing anything. And it's not even for his title. You don't see it coming up at all. Right. I just don't see him being uh, losing this fight. Could be wrong. Young could be – because he's, like, 20 pounds heavier, 30 pounds heavier. I guess doable, but, man, I just don't – I don't see it. Right. Like – is he just he's so confident in everything, man? Yeah, and I mean, just like I said, that striking is just insane. But dude, the the whole card in itself, man. There's three huge title fights. Mana Nunez, that's not as exciting. She's gonna go in there and just, you know, add on to that legacy. You know, she's not losing. But yeah. uh, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling, I'm that. That's the fight. I think I might be the most excited for. Yeah. Like, it's going to be such a good card, man. I'm so ready. Yeah, man. Makachev's fighting. Tiago Santos is fighting. Uh, yep. Even the prelim, I think there was, like, Dominic Cruz, right? Yeah, yeah Dominic Cruz and Casey Kenny. Yeah. Which, man, I'm uh, so ready. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually – I might I might break the streak of not boozing just for this card. Hey, look. If there's ever a chance. <laughs> like, I mean, you know me. I haven't, drank since, I haven't drank since, like, last summer, essentially. Yeah, basically, I think I might go get last summer. Yeah, man, and I think I might go get you know a few white claws. Just have like two or three, nothing crazy. But I mean, it, like like our boy Finney say, it ain't no loss when yeah. you on them claws. <laughs> yeah, here I am, <laughs> thirty of them deep, fucking right, <laughs> firing up the podcast. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, man. If if you had to put money on it, are you taking? I'm taking Izzy, bro. Yeah, right. 
Like, I hope I don't jinx them either because every time I think about putting money on somebody, the last few UFC events, they just get dog walked. So I please hope and pray I'm knocking on wood that I don't jinx Izzy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Blakowicz or Harvey Blakowicz, Blakowicz, I, I forget how you even say the guy's name. He's, uh, he looked real good in his last fight, man. When I saw him, I'm like, this dude could probably beat John Jones right now if he's a light heavyweight. Like, he just overpowered. Yeah. But man, Izzy's just on a different level right now. You know, he's in his prime. Yeah. Like he he's really reaching a prime. That's just it's so filthy, man. Right. He's so and he's so entertaining in every aspect to me. Like you know, build up, actual fight. It's just it, he's fun to watch. Right. Uh, what was I? I don't know. I was looking, trying to find the stats on Peter Young because I'm really excited to to watch this one, man. Like you saw him in his last fight. That dude's yeah. just an absolute freaking unit, man. He's, you know, he's not a, not a huge guy. He's like five seven, right? You know, he fights at bantamweight, weights. So is what buck thirty five? Yeah, basically. But man, he hits so hard for his size. And Aljamain Sterling's not anybody to sleep on either. That dude's he's mm-hmm. legit too. If you had to put money on that one, where are you going? Uh, I don't even know. I'm going Peter Yan all day. I might but, refer out with you on the Yan in that case. Yeah, Aljamain's been real good though, so it's 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 kind of tough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got essentially no news in the NFL. Yeah, Golden it's been Tank like pretty released. much just cuts, and that's about it. Yeah. Actually, we we can take it back two weeks because we didn't upload the episode from the week prior. Yeah, uh, we tried to record it. Yeah, let's go ahead and explain what happened there because that was a right. Because that was a it, shit show. We really tried. We we tried, guys. We tried it. Right. We thought we, we were, had it, and then it we just recorded a full episode. Yep. And the only thing is, is I, I was recording like regularly in the studio as normal. We just phoned Chris in, and yep. then I took a piss, and I instead of doing it back the normal way that was working right. I decided to plug in AirPods and tried to just treat it like a phone call. And yeah. I added so much shit and it ended up like it was playing in this Chris's moment, he voice knew. twice. He fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and Chris's voice was dubbed twice and there was no way to reverse it. And I didn't want to tell him to hey, set aside another hour. So That's here cool. we are making up right. for it. We're uh, back. The J.J. Watt news was huge. Dude, that actually was. So that was that was this week. So that was like the biggest thing we got this week. Because it's just the way that it happened. And apparently, uh, like, did you hear it? Like, apparently how it played out, JJ literally was like, yeah, um, he sent the shirt because he ordered the shirt for uh, Arizona from Fanatics. But he didn't order it himself because he knew, oh, mail coming to JJ Watt's house right. with the same name on it, you know, that's going to be a red flag and it's going to leak the story. Right. So he ordered it like it was his uh brother's like best friend or some shit. Yeah. And he ordered it for him and just had it shipped to his house. Huh. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, that's a back end way to do it, but I mean when you're a pro athlete like that, it's kinda how you gotta go through shit. Yeah, I mean there's not many JJ Watts out there. Everybody exactly. knows who JJ Watt is. Right. So yeah, I mean that I mean that division is going to be uh, – it was it was insane this year. It's going to be absolutely I was telling somebody uh, the other day, I'm like, honestly, Seattle might be the worst team in that division now. Right, they are. Because their O-line is in shambles. Their defense ain't what it used to be. 
Right. They could very well be the worst team there. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not saying like, Seattle's a bad team. Because, well, you got San Francisco as well, but, I mean, you want to, like, when you, you see them come back healthy, the only thing is they don't have Soleil as their, as their so, defensive like, how coordinator anymore. How good is going to be without Soleil? Right. That's, that's really, you know, the issue with them. Like, but I think, I think uh, you know, all in all, Soleil's good, but they, I think they just have a, just a hell of a team, you know? Yeah. Like, even, like, it's tough to really get backups to come in and, you know, plug in and play as well as they did, but yeah. I, I think it also just kind of, shows you know how deep they are as a, as a roster yeah um yeah outside of that we didn't get dick for the nfl <laughs> yeah like it's literally just been ghost town but they did Everyone's say trying um, to figure out where freaking deshaun watson's going right they did say though um be on the lookout like it's gonna look like black monday when the league year opens like yeah like coaches everywhere like expect cuts across the board cuts you wouldn't even see coming yeah, well, there was also that Alex Smith drama. The hell was well, that he, all about? He got cut today, actually. Yeah, he, oh, he, he was today. saying, yeah, they cut him. Because um, he was saying, like, the team basically was just, like, acting as if they didn't want him back. Like, they, yeah. which is weird, because considering this time last year and everything, you know, Ron Rivera was like, if Alex is healthy, he's our guy. So I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah. Like, that's the most two-faced thing ever. Uh-oh. Sorry, the oh, video play when I pulled up a freaking thing. Um, so who do we got as far as like top free agents? Um, you've got Dak Prescott. Oh yeah, he's technically a free agent. Yeah, yeah. he's probably gonna get the franchise. I, I, Dallas just needs to play, pay that guy. You know, Dude, they need to either pay him or franchise him and move him. Right. Like at this point. Um. Here we go. Here's the list. Yep, Dak's number one. Uh, Trent Williams, number two. That's actually a solid pickup for a team that's looking for an old lineman and has the money available to afford them. Like, that's yeah. a huge pickup for them. Yeah, for sure. And the, and the 49ers didn't tag him. So, I mean, he's, yeah. he's essentially oh, so, on the move. Uh, speaking of next guy up on the list, uh, AR, I think he's. Go- I think AR is going back to Jacksonville. You think so? Because he, he even said, yeah, you know, I love to catch balls from Trevor Lawrence. He did. He came out and said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What an. So asshole. he might. He might go back. And it, even him and Cordero Patterson keep posting like, "Yeah, it's just so weird that you know we just aren't getting paid by the Bears right now." Like they're both confused as to how they haven't got extensions. Right. Especially considering how dynamic they are in that offense. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. why aren't you paying these guys? Yeah, I mean, anybody who gets AR is. Making just a huge upgrade. I mean, outside yeah. of like, you know, if he goes to Arizona or something, but yeah, I'd be shocked if he doesn't go to like Pittsburgh or something, you know, like a, a team that's you know, ready that just didn't... honestly, like Pittsburgh, um, New England could use them, which oh, Gilmore is apparently on trading block, like officially, they're trying to move on from him for real, yeah, which I'm like. I don't know if I would, because you're going to have most of your defense back. That's the Belichick way, man. He just moves pieces and, you know, turns it into draft capital and just turns, you know, third rounders into, you know, freaking high, uh, you know, free agent price tags, you know? Yep. Um, But Allen Robinson, I I mean, if if you went to someone like Pittsburgh, right, where the whole reason that they fell off is because their receiving core did not have sure hands. 
If I was Pittsburgh, I would do everything in my power to bring him in. Somebody who's he's the most sure-handed guy in the league. I don't care what anybody says. Oh yeah, dude. Like he's just like he he's definitely realistically Baltimore needs to go after him. And I know people keep trying to, you know, be like, well, no, Baltimore's never really been at the top team to go after a top receiver, blah, blah, blah. I think I saw a stat. It's been since like I want to say 2016 that the most a receiver has gained in a season for Baltimore was 800 yards or so. Like they since, haven't had a thousand since like 2016. That makes sense. But like even with the Flacco years. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Flacco's typically bad, terrible, gets carried by. But he's a deep threat though. And then at the end of the season, just starts to lock it in somehow, some way, you know. Yeah. And they, yeah, they they historically don't pay wide receivers, which doesn't make any sense. You got to have a number one guy. It's so important. If you want to go all the way, you got to have a guy, you know. Yep. Um. But yeah, Allen Robinson. I mean, Chicago needs to do everything they can to pay this guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of pretty good wideouts on the on the free agent pool this year, though. Yep. Uh, Leonard Williams is number four on this list. Hmm. Which already he's actually right? yeah, he's actually been in the arbitration thing because he's trying to define what his position is. Because you know, technically, I think he's a D tackle, but he's kind of more like you know he's rushing the passer a lot. Yeah, so. they've got him listed as a D end on here. Yeah. See. Uh, number five, Justin Simmons. He's, I mean, honestly, man, all well, that he's I've off seen... the list. He's he's tagged. They tagged okay. him today. Yeah, okay. so he's off the list. Yeah, all that I've seen from this guy is he just looks lost. Honestly, like he looks good in some instances, and then it's others where I'm like, dude, what happened? Right. Uh, Chris Godwin. He wants to. He's... I heard that he wants. He to wants stay. to stay. Yeah, I think they're gonna tag him. Yeah, then, I mean, it makes sense. Tom and, uh, Brady threw it to him more than anybody last season. Yep. You know? But it's him or Shaq Barrett that you have to tag, though, so. Right. Shaq yeah. Barrett was, honestly, could have been the, uh, the Super MVP. Bowl MVP, you know? Like, dude just was a freak out there. Literally made Pat Mahomes, like, not be yeah. able to get comfortable. Just like, was un- made him ineffective. Yeah, he was the most disruptive. That's one of the most disruptive I've seen since, like, Michael Strahan. Yeah, from a D that I can remember at least that is at his. At his if Todd Bowles keeps that defense that. going good next year and he doesn't get like considered for a head coaching job ser- seriously, I'm calling shenanigans, bro. But look at the last time he was a coach. I know, and that's see that's the thing too because you know I was a Jets fan at that time, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I you could you would remember I hated Bowles because I'm like, dude, what are you right. doing? You just look lost. But maybe it was the organization. Like, how mad would you be if the Lions brought in Todd Bowles? I'd be furious. I would have been pissed too. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> yeah, pissed too. Absolutely fucking furious. But I feel, I feel like he he deserves it. Like, if he keeps that defense playing at the level that they were playing down the stretch, he deserves another shot. Yeah, to try to prove it. But I mean, for me, like it it, it was be enemy or bust. I guess we'll see with Dan Campbell. And but... that's the thing. Yeah, for me, it was be enemy or Sale. That was it. That All was right. the only yeah, two select, I I really like Soleil, too. But I yeah. mean, if they would have brought in Todd Bowles over any of those guys, I'd be fucking irate, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't be as mad as I am with the Dan Campbell hiring. Which people are still, no, he's going to work out. I don't trust it. Like, I just, I don't. Yeah. You like, just you have an amazing staff around guy. you. It, go ahead, go ahead. Like, you have an amazing staff around you, but he reminds me of uh, Brett Brown when he was in Philly as the uh, Sixers coach. This is the guy that's here to basically coach you through rebuild. He's your scapegoat. 
you know, you give him a chance to be a head coach. If he makes it work, great for him. If he doesn't, you know what? Oh, well, we got a guy that realistically wasn't going to work out anyway because he didn't really have the chops, in my opinion, to be a head coach just yet. Yeah. And I mean, everyone's like, but he's from the Peyton coaching tree. Okay. And the last guy we got was from the Belichick coaching tree. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see. We already talked about Shaq Barrett. JJ Watt's already taken. Aaron Jones. I mean, he's going to get franchised. It's going to be so cheap for Green Bay to bring him back. I don't be know much... if he's going to get franchised. Do you know why I don't know if he's going to get franchised? Because they still have Jamal Williams and they drafted AJ Dillon last year. So they might just be like, you know what? We'll just go ahead and wing it with these two. Or Aaron Jones I has can... been like the best back over the last one of the oh, best backs over the last like two three years. Like there's oh, no dude, way they're me. letting that guy go. If I'm if I'm Green Bay, there's no re- there's no way I'm letting him go either. But considering the way that they moved in the draft last year to you know take AJ Dillon as early as they did, yeah, I could well, see also them just being like, too. yeah, they did. <laughs> but I could see I could see Green Bay just being like you know because let's be real. Green Bay doesn't really try to retain their running backs like that. Like, if, if a guy just decides he wants to leave, they're not too pressed to really bring him back. Yeah, but they usually just they keep their guys to freaking just run them into the dirt, man. They're, a Packers running back is a Packers running back for, like, yeah, good, like almost forever. seven years. Like, remember Amon Green? <laughs> yeah, like, every yeah. single one that they've had, dude, that's just the same guy beating up on the Lions. Yep. Like, and, even when they yeah. had guys that were just somewhat ineffective, you know? Yeah, let me see. let's pull up the uh, rushing leaders by year. Right for the Packers, see what they've had. It took me ten fucking tries to figure that one out. Um, go home, Miles. You're drunk. Dorsey Levens. I mean, you know, another guy. I remember Dorsey. Been, yeah. For some reason, they held on to Ryan Grant for like yeah, they held on for Grant for two many. years too long. Yeah. They did move Eddie Lacy though. That I will they give did. them that. Good old chunky Eddie. Cause he looked great, man. He looked like he, he was did at be... first, and then he just started getting fat, and it was like, "What happened? Did you eat Eddie Lacy?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Who else? James Starks. That dude was a Packer really? forever. Oh yeah. But he was like, also, wasn't he at the same time as like Eddie Lacy? I think he was actually. Yeah, I think they were like a somewhat of a one-two punch. Yeah. At that time. It was just kind of like the spell. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, long story short, these guys stay forever. Yeah. Um, where's that free agent list? Here we go. Taylor Moten. Pro football focus, top 20 tackle for three seasons running. They say he's highly unlikely to hit the open market. Don't blame yep. me there. Don't know who he is. Don't know much about the guy. <laughs> Let's see outside of the let's let's skip all of the offensive linemen. Kenny Galladay, like I don't yeah. understand the fact of the Lions not giving this guy a a, a huge contract. I just right? I hate it. I hate it. It doesn't I make really sense. Do. Yeah, like they got him as a steal in the third round. Wait a minute, know. he's not even near his prime. No, and I mean like with the injuries. Like, you can probably get it at a, a little bit of a discount, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't want to leave. He wants to stay. He Does said he, he said wants that? To, dude, like, all, even throughout the course of the season and stuff, like, he's kind of been like, yeah, I don't really want to go. Like, he likes it here. 
Well, maybe the fact that they traded Stafford might have to do with him like that might, actually pursuing that, free agency. Yeah, that might actually have him like actively being like, you know what, I'm out. You know? Um, Will Fuller, another guy, like oh, he, he's yeah. on the move. He's on the move for sure. Oh There's yeah, he's no he's way not, staying in well, Houston. It's not even the fact that you know how bad Houston is. They can't afford him. They're broke. They can't they would yeah. have to franchise tag him and then they're still taking a hit. Right. And I don't even think he's like demanding a lot. He's he he's averaging what eight games played per season, if that, and that's like it, it's gotta be lower than that, right? But it's gotta be. And I, I I mean, he's explosive as shit when he's out on the field, but there's just no I don't think there's any player like in the right mind. And stuff, you know, yeah, like, I don't, and the yeah. PD shit last year. Yeah. Like, like the the one year he's healthy for a season. PDs. Like, come on, bro. Right. Really? But I mean, he's a burner. He's a guy, you know, if if he gets playing play time and if he can guy. stay a full season, like he the could be up there in terms of Juju. production. Yeah, well, I mean, Juju, he has like two Juju's good weeks a wide receiver. Of- Juju's a wide receiver too, in my personal opinion. I like Juju, but he is a wide receiver too. I mean, if that at this point, dude. Like, yeah. To be fair, he, like, he, uh, who was the uh, Chase Claypool? You know, he yep. seemed like he, he was number better. one. And yep. then when it was all three of them out on the field, um, uh, Deontay Johnson looked like, you know, he was the number two. Like, I really feel like with Juju, you have to have him lined up with a great, and I mean great, wide receiver one. Because when he was with AB, dude looks like a stud. Yeah, we he looked like he was out. one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yep, but without Juju, where are you at? Um, I'm, I'm TikTok dancing. Okay, you gonna contribute to the group project? Yeah, eventually. When? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing I, I like about Juju is like he's a he's a great big physical wide receiver, right? Like it's not it's gonna take a lot. Like you need safety help with somebody like him, and yep. he's got until the end of last season. He's got pretty sure hands and. Yep. He can score touchdowns, you know, he can run pretty much any route. You can see him if he's out there on the fly, like he can catch balls and he's shown it. He's only 24 too. So it's like, he's going to go somewhere and do well. I just don't think yeah. he's, you know, at the same caliber as like, you know, Kenny Galladay or some of these other guys. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel's an interesting one though. He's a free agent this year. Yep. That's very interesting. Without... What happened with the Carolina quarterback situation? Weren't they like trying to like, Oh, yeah, they were trying to go after Watson, or there was rumors about it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Like, uh, he's legit. Like, apparently they're trying to move on from Teddy. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I would do it. He made, like, two top ten wide receivers last year. Yeah. You know? Like, Teddy's, Teddy's not a bad quarterback at all. Like, you could actually be content with him as a starter, and you're not going to suck. Right. It's and. Just, and this was with McCaffrey missing damn near a full season. Exactly. You know? Like, he was making plays happen without McCaffrey, dude. So, right. I don't... And they've and got like, a good young defense. It's not like, great, I would never but it's not bad. on Teddy Bridgewater. But, you know, I'm not going to say that he doesn't deserve to be a starter. No, dude deserves to be a starter. It's just, you know, the injuries scare people. But he's shown, yo, I can play in this league. Yeah. Corey Davis is another wideout that's... Uh... Set to hit the open market. I, I, I don't know Davis about Corey be, Davis. He looked great at the end of the year. Finally, 
But right. like I've been expecting that since he hit the league. Exactly. I mean, I mean he was the top five pick, right? I think so. Top think five or at least top ten. Fifth. I think he was drafted fifth. It could yeah, have like coming out of co- coming out of college, he was a monster. And he's another one who's only twenty six. You know, I think he, I think he's like a lot like Juju to where like you've seen him be explosive. It's just it's not consistent enough. Yeah. But I mean, he damn near had a thousand yards last year, and he only played in. He didn't play every game. He played like 14 games. Right. So, I mean, Corey, it's somebody like if I had a good quarterback like Seattle or yep. the Rams or, you know, somebody like that. Them. Honestly, the Lions should target him. Yeah, they should. Like just give Goff some weapons, you know? Yep. Because you're going to need receivers anyway, which, uh, oh, that's another move. They picked up Tyrell Williams. Who did? The Lions. They got Tyrell Williams? Yep, they signed him a couple days ago, actually, if I'm not mistaken. No way. I didn't know yep. that. That's not a bad pickup, in my opinion. That's a great pickup, honestly. I mean, if he, if he plays, is the is the only question. He's a, he's a solid deep threat. Right. I mean, he looked like he was going to be explosive, like... Yeah. You know, like a, like a real, like, big play threat. Yep. Like, kid, kid can play. Right. Um... All right, I think we pulled enough shit out of our ass from the NFL. We we right. managed to... we were pulling that straw. <laughs> we we somehow were to... like, oh yeah, this move did happen. Right, we managed to pull like thirty minutes out of nothing. Right, out of Golden NFL, Tate. Though. We didn't even talk about Golden Tate. He got canned by. He yeah, did. He, got, he got canned this week. Not much to talk about. I mean, if it nah. was you know, if he got canned by Detroit a few years back, you'd be like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, like but... he just didn't look like he was in the mix in New York for much of anything since he got there. Like. Which is sad because we right. know Golden Tate's capable, right? So NBA All Star yeah. Sunday. What Man. do you think about them pushing everything into one day? So on one hand, I kind of don't mind, but then at the same time, it's like, although you know, I am someone that watches WrestleMania every year, and that's usually seven hours within itself. So yeah. basically sitting there all day. So I can't complain too much, but it's like. I don't know. I I do kind of like the setup though. I think the uh, three point shootout and everything is going to be before, and then you know to basically uh, close out, it's going to pretty much be uh, well no the mid the halftime show is going to be the dunk contest. Yeah, so the like halftime uh, show of the game is the dunk contest. Yep. So shooting what? stars and uh well not shooting stars uh skills challenge a three point shootout is to open and then i think the halftime show is dunk contest what time does that start oh i want to say probably that's probably gonna be like five or six while we're at sitting at computers (laughs) right yeah Um, i feel like that's gonna be like five or six o'clock when it starts let's see here's the event schedule right here so Skills challenge starts at six thirty. Three point contest. Yeah, so I mean they're not when... running at the exact same time. I'd imagine right. it would just start to one... happen immediately after. Because yeah. the dunk contest is at eight o'clock, which is going to be halftime for the actual you know game itself. Yep, because it says halftime of the yeah. All Star game. Yeah. Yep, and then okay, and then the uh, NBA All Star game starts at eight. Yeah. Prior to Team tip LeBron off, is too stacked. <laughs> what? Team LeBron is too stacked. 
Yeah, they are. We'll get to that that in a second. So yeah, it's it's prior to tip off. They start the skills challenge, and then three point contest is immediately after the skills challenge. Then the game's yeah. gonna fire off at eight o'clock. Dunk contest in the middle. I I don't know. It's it's okay. I mean, I like dunk contest it... in the middle doesn't seem too bad necessarily, but I would have loved to have seen you know like Zion or someone in the actual you know dunk contest, like someone mm-hmm. that's worth seeing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a cool idea. I use I like to be able to kind of sit and have like a three day event, but it's all you right. know, I, one thing that I do miss, I I'm one of the few people that actually will consistently watch the celebrity game every year. Oh yeah, with with old uh, with the Migos, <laughs> right? Oh, so and... they're doing something like that this year though. They're doing like a two on two with a. Uh, it's, uh, I think Quavo and Jack Harlow against Two Chains and somebody. Really? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Like that's supposed like to be tomorrow. I think it's gonna be on a Bleacher Report. Oh, but it's not like actually like part of like the NBA festivities thing. Nah, it's like it's an extension of it. Like okay. you know, I'm sure we'll see highlights of it on Twitter all day. Yeah. So LeBron's got. I'd imagine like. Can you you can see my screen, right? Yeah, LeBron got a squad. These, these five are the starters, right? Yep. So it's it's LeBron, Giannis, Curry, Gobert, and Lillard. Yep. Oh, there's no way the they're losing. Man, well, no, that's not the starting lineup actually. That's a because the starters are uh, the guys with the stars next to them. So LeBron, Giannis, oh, okay. Curry, Luka, Jokic. Oh, like, dude, you basically got five guys that can push point coming up to court. Right. And yeah, because I forgot we were talking about that. I don't know. Was that on the two weeks ago on the podcast we actually aired? Or was that the last week when we didn't where we were just talking about like how it's unreal that Dame didn't actually get the starting? It was about two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yep. Yeah, because he should have been a starter. Yeah, 100%. That's why I'm I'm feeling like, yo, my money might be on him to get MVP, but the way that they the way that they disrespected Donovan Mitchell and the way he was pissed at like the refs earlier this week for like how one of their games ended, mm-hmm. I think Don going to try to make a statement too. So I think I'm going to put some money on him and Dame to be a uh, MVP. Well, I mean, unless he drops like a 55 point game, you know, they're going to have to win, which I I don't see this team losing. LeBron's yeah. not, LeBron's team is not losing. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Durant's team's good. Yeah, Durant, yeah. Bradley Beal. Well, Durant isn't even playing, though. Remember? He's injured. Oh, that's so, right. Uh, he's out until after. Yeah. So who's starting? Jason Tatum, right? Yeah, Tatum's taking a spot. That's so disrespectful. Man. <laughs> it's so like, disrespectful. I like Jason Tatum, but no. That's no. not the way. No, 0% chance. Wait, so Anthony Davis probably isn't playing either then, right? He's not playing at all either. Nope. Uh, who was it that replaced him? It was... Um... Vucevic, maybe? No, Lewis it wasn't Randall? Vucevic. Uh, no, because it was somebody from the Western Conference. Um, was it Rudy? No, it was uh, Booker. Devin Booker replaced him. Yeah. Wait, Booker didn't make it already? Booker was not an all-star. No, he what? was a, he was an alternate. Yeah, Chris Paul made it over him. And people were like, I don't know. Like... Which I I was confused too because like I get it Chris Paul has elevated this team to another level right but Devin Booker deserves to be an All Star yeah man like I mean like obviously Chris Paul is a winner he's gonna come in and do that but I mean Devin Booker has been the guy who's like hitting last second shots not well yep. not a bunch but he's he's hit a game winner or two I do he's believe. your go to guy he, exactly that's what I'm trying to say thank yep. you 
Thank you, Briss Mode, no for problem. the correction. <laughs> um, damn, that's shock. I didn't know that. I didn't know Devin Booker wasn't an All Star already. Yeah, it was a couple guys that really didn't make it, and I'm like, really? He deserves it more than Tatum, who's starting. Honestly, yeah. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, the NBA standings here, because we're we're at the uh, we're at the All Star break. It's yep. a good time to look ahead and uh, kind of rate teams, you know, as far as where we uh, see them going. The West, you got Phoenix and uh, Utah is, you know, two and one. Right. And I mean, since since the bubble started last year, Phoenix has been really hot. They're the best team in basketball. I mean, I, I see them as a, as a team that could meet with you know L.A. or Utah or whoever in the final or in the uh, Western Conference finals. finals. Yeah, I mean the Clippers have essentially fallen off. Now, granted, like Kawhi and PG, they're not playing as much, but when they are playing, yeah, like Kawhi started off the game yesterday, I believe it was. He started off the game six of seven. Dude was red yeah. hot, and I I was looking, I was checking live like midway through the fourth quarter, and he was six of seventeen. It's like, yeah. wait, did you really? It's just like miss they're that so many? streaky, right? And then a few games back, when they played, uh, I, th- I believe it was Brooklyn, uh, George and Leonard both they 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 combined like zero for nine in the fourth quarter to lose the game. They but let that's the basically how they lost. They uh, that's how they lost the series against Denver. Remember, both of them just couldn't do anything. Right, like they just got ice cold out of nowhere. So I'm like, how do you remedy that? Remedy that, like. How and, and they're trying to get away with it. they're trying to let Kawhi rest, you know, because the, the time that he had with uh with Toronto, where he, like essentially yeah, you know, rest you know, loge management, right? Yeah. And they're trying to do that. And I mean, they're keeping pace or 24 and 14 at the break, you can't really be too mad at yep. that. But I, I just don't see the Clippers, you know, going toe to toe with the Suns or the Jazz or you know, even the Lakers at full strength at this point. Nah, especially I mean, the Lakers. I mean. Portland, uh, you know, that could be in a pretty interesting series between. I feel like two. Portland might be able to take them, though, honestly. Right, right. Low key, I kind of want Blake to go to Portland. That would be sweet. I feel like that could be that extra piece to get Dame and them over the hump the way that they need to. Right. I mean, you, you saw a few years ago, man, they were just literally, uh, they had the piece who got hurt in the first round. Yep. Like, that was the only thing stopping them from, uh, you know, going to the finals. I want Dame to get a ring so fucking bad, dude. I agree. Like, I, I like him, man. He's hell of, like he just goes out there, hits big shots, wins games. Yeah. You know, puts the team on his back. You know, doesn't doesn't need a super team to do it either. You know, oh, like he will will his team to it, right? And I mean, this is just with a couple of guards and you know a decent you know a decent big man. Yep. Uh, Denver. I don't know what the hell happened to them lately. Uh I mean, they're just, they're getting embarrassed by teams. And I mean, like, they're even like, you know, building up 20 point leads and build, you know, winning games by one point and stuff like, and in the games that they are winning. Yeah. Like, granted, they've won four in a row, but they just look so streaky. Like, one night they're the best team in basketball, and the night right. it's like, who sent y'all? Yeah. And I mean, it's a, a lot of it, dude. It's just Jokic, Porter, and Murray what? out there you know, scoring it, what seems like 90% of the team's points. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to go deep into the playoffs if, without being, you know, well-rounded. Mm-mm. And Denver had that, you know, two seasons ago when they finished as a two seed, 
but they just don't have that going for them this season. Nah. They're depending too much on their star players. They're not getting enough help run, you know, too heavily. Board. Sneaky team, San Antonio. Dude, I did not see San Antonio being where they are no, at man. all. And I and mean, it's like I always say, don't count out Pop. Right. But man, I mean, on paper they look like they're an older team, yep. you know, who's just kind of coasting around. But I mean, they're they're a good squad. Yeah, DeRozan. DeRozan looks very good this year. Yeah. Aldridge and wait, you did know. they miss? They missed what you called last night. I didn't know they, he didn't play last night. Who? Uh, Aldridge. You know he he's been so like meh to me that I could see missing him on uh court. Yeah, like he played 15 minutes. Did he get hurt against Brooklyn or something? Because he didn't even play the last two games. He might have honestly. He played 15 minutes, had four rebounds and two points. I don't know. They got like Lonnie Walker and DeJounte Murray out there. Yeah. You know, going right there with DeRozan. I I thought I heard something about DeRozan possibly being on the move, or is that just some bullshit? I don't know. He, I doubt it, though. Dude, I ordered one of those Gatorade bottles the other day. Uh-huh. You know, like the ones that like they use? Like, oh, yeah, on court. Dude, yeah. it's a game changer. Oh, yeah. Like, it's thir- big-ass 32-ounce bottle. If you spill it, it doesn't spill anywhere. And I've always wanted one, even as like a kid. I've always wanted a Gatorade bottle. Oh, yeah. But I never even thought to order one. And I was scrolling Amazon for like a new water bottle because I wanted to get like uh-huh. one of those big ones, you know, you just kind of leave on your desk and just drink all day. Yeah. And I saw that and I'm like, oh, I'm not even looking anywhere. I'm ordering that for sure. Sorry, a little sidebar. Oh, you good. <laughs> <laughs> um, to go out the rest of the West, though, I mean, essentially from the Kings up, you know, these are teams that, you know, still have a chance to like make a, make a move. Oh yeah. Um, I think you can lock in Denver as the sixth seed, right? That's fair. Yeah. Like I think that's the lowest that they will fall. Honestly. Right. And then seven and eight, you got the Spurs and the Mavs Mavericks. And then nine. And then you got warriors, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Thunders, Thunder and Kings. Essentially, all just kind of battling for one of the last two spots. Who do you like to make the uh, make it in? I don't know. Like, I want to say Dallas because I do feel like Dallas has that shot. But man, they're also like Denver, where they're just so streaky. Like one year. night they're so good, and then the next they're just the worst. Yeah, Luke is dropping forty three. You know, they yep. they win on like a you know a game winning basket, but then other nights it's like like this is pathetic. Yeah. And the Warriors, I mean, Steph goes out there. I mean, he's he could be making a he's run. He's putting at, a team on their back. He could make a run at MVP, you know? Yeah. I mean, currently they're on the outside looking in, which actually doesn't really make much sense. They've got more wins than the Spurs and the Mavericks. Yeah. They've also played more games. John Morant and, you know, the Grizzlies, they just don't have enough pieces yet. Yeah. That's really all it is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that kid's a playmaker, man. Like, Yeah. He goes out there. He doesn't even have to drop, you know, 30 points. He's not that kind of guy. He's just a playmaking nope. point guard. You don't see the Pelicans fighting in for a spot? Nah, I don't see it. No? They don't play enough defense. 
Yeah, that's true. And I don't think we really even need to consider the Thunder of the Kings, right? Nah, no, no way, no way. That's like that's like you know, hey, let's go ahead and talk about the Pistons making it. No. Not well, I mean, the Pistons are ten and twenty-six. Now, hear me out, right? Look, all right, hear me like, out. If they win like twenty-five in a row, like do like what the Oakland Athletics did, you know, back right. in the Moneyball days, Pistons could make it. Just go on a roll, but you got to go on a roll, and everyone else kind of has to go to shit too ahead of you. Yeah, we just need you know Toronto and Charlotte to also lose twenty-five in a row while the Pistons are winning that many. Then you know, and also you know Chicago and. Wait, Indiana's a temp seed right now? Yeah, man, they've fallen off pretty hard. Whoa, did not see that coming. Yeah, I mean, they're four and six in their last ten, and I, they've lost a few more. I've been I've been watching them because I've been wanting to bet them, you know, but I think Honestly, I bet them good. one time against the Bulls, and then, you know, Zach Levine went nuts, and I'm like, oh, okay, oh I'm not, yeah. not doing this ever again. Still pissed I put that money on Zach Levine to drop 40 that one time against Houston, and he just didn't do it. I'm like, who's guarding you, my man? Dang. Right. The East seems like it's quite a bit easier to figure out. You got Philly, Brooklyn, you know, those are going to be the one-two. Milwaukee, my least favorite team in basketball. Every time I bet these guys, it it comes out the opposite way. Yep. I think I've said that on the show before, but man, I've tried it a couple more times, and it's just, it's this is the worst team to bet on. I mean, hey, look, Milwaukee got me a dub last night, so. Well, if I would have bet them to win, they would have lost. <laughs> there. I'm glad I didn't tell you. Miles, put money on this. Tell me. <laughs> right. Um, Boston and the Knicks kind of, they're, they're, they're very similar to me. Like, yeah. but I think, I think the Knicks obviously are playing much better defense. Um, but I think they're, they're both going to probably win in the first round. And, you know, it'd be a heartbreaker in the second round. Unless Boston goes out and gets somebody. They've been talking about it. Um, I just don't, I don't know, know who they would realistically be able to get. Like Jeremy Grant, man, bringing it. They, gotta it throw, they better They better throw a haul at that point. Well, I mean, we, we, we brought up this idea like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, it's just so my only thing with the Jeremy Grant thing is the fact that, yeah, you know, move them, you can bring in assets. But the message that that sends to guys looking to come here to a degree it could be like oh so i go here you know i could be like all right i'm gonna be here a couple years and then they'll just ship me off chris this is not a destination for any nba player come on you know that man hey you know there's no way anybody's coming here anyways when was the who's the last big free agent we signed ben gordon basically (laughs) you know like jeremy grant we just got lucky on there's there's nobody looking to come here it's not yeah. a destination. Nobody wants to come to Detroit. It's fucking cold here. They play in the wintertime. You know, the team True. sucks. Ownership sucks. Like, there's not... I mean, oh, you might did. as well just oh, get what you can for them. What did you say? They finally did put Pistons tickets on sale. Oh, shit, for real? Can we buy them yeah, right so, now? Yeah, so uh, apparently they've advertised, like, you know, MLB was like, yeah, prices for uh, opening day tickets for the Tigers. Yeah. Yep, sitting at about uh cheapest is two hundred for opening day. Yep. Well, I mean it is opening day. I'm like that's not too bad though, considering it's opening day. Yeah. Like I kind of expect it more for opening day if I'm being right, completely honest. Right. How do you find? 
How do we narrow this down just to Pistons? Here we go. Okay, a little Caesar Arena. Let's see some tickets. You can't even choose a seat. How do how do we do this? Oh, they're sold out. Uh Okay. Yeah, $180 to go watch and play the Nets. Cheapest. But, I mean, that's the Nets, though. Well, Toronto. Because I was thinking the Toronto game. 225 is the oh, best Jesus you can do. Christ. No, no. Yeah, it, no. I mean, it's, 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 anybody is just paying to get out of the house. Oh, Chicago, 110. Oh, there we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably in the parking lot. Wait, let me see. Let me see what, because, uh, you know, <laughs> remember, my, remember my old favorite ad? Um, to buy tickets off of. Let's see what they go for on there. Right. Because that's usually where I find my deals at. I was able to find like my $5 tickets. Yeah. I mean, you can turn last night's parlay into a, a freaking floor side seat with the yep. fucking luck you've been having. Let's see. Monster Jam's under 50 bucks. Yeah, Pistons are sitting at about 200 pop. Oh, no. Raptors, $83. Oh, shit. We might Where's be going that? to the Toronto game. 114, row 22. That ain't bad. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you the screenshot of where this seat is at. This is usually like where I typically sit too. Like that's not bad at all. Man, we could make this happen. Wait, are you still there, Miles? And as you can see, this is where the episode cuts off. Um, but yeah, feel free to follow us on all of the, uh, Twitters and Instagrams and all that fun jazz. And, uh, we'll get back at you guys next week. Peace.